2022 will be an incredible year. With all the goals that we have set for this year, it will take at least five more managers to accomplish everything. So if you are focused and driven and you are the type of person that likes to make a positive difference in people's lives, please give us a call at 724-638-7588 or check us out at youngentrepreneur.biz. And again, the number was 724-638-7588. The website is youngentrepreneur.biz. The Bible is the single most important book that has ever been written. The creator of the universe gave us a playbook on how to live in his universe and the laws that govern it. On this podcast, we will explore what the Bible says on money, success, business, leadership, influence, relationships, and any other area that we discover may help us in business. So join us to discover the amazing wisdom of the Bible and how we can use it to grow our business and to improve our life. This is Jacob here. Hey, uh, we got a very exciting subject. People talk about the wealth gap, the difference between the rich and the poor, and that it's growing. So the question is, why is that? Turns out there is actually biblical evidence of the reason, or there always was and there always will be at least some type of a gap in there. And I'll explain it the best I can with we read out of the Bible. I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from that. So first, let's turn to... Luke chapter 19, verse 26. And it was actually after Jesus was talking about the parable of, you know, he called his 10 servants and he gave them each a talent. And no, it actually says he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said, occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent him a message after him saying, we will not have this man reign over us. Anyway, it came to pass, they came back to first gain 10 pounds and it was well done, a good servant. Second came, said, oh, he's gained five pounds. And he said, likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. Um, and then the last guy came, and he just said, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I've laid up in a napkin, for I feared thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up, thou layest not down, and reapest thou, thou, thou didst not sow. And he said, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Anyway. So then he said, take from him and give it to him that hath the ten pounds. But they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you that unto every one which hath shall be given. From him that hath not, even that which he hath shall be taken away. So I think that's pretty significant. So what was the real message? Why would the guy that has the least be taken away that which he hath? And I think there's a couple lessons that we can learn from this. Number one. Obviously, the guy was not faithful, or he didn't use the money correctly. Burying the pound or burying the money was not the point. When we get blessed with finances, when we get blessed with money, I think we have a responsibility to reinvest and that we could grow that. That's the first lesson I think that we can learn from this. The other people all reinvested it, and they grew it, and they gained. The point is we need to take what we have given, and we need to figure out ways to gain that money. Financially, if we want to be wealthy, is that if we don't grow it, we're going to lose it. So I think that's something, we can talk a little bit more about that, but I think that is pretty significant. There's a lot of debates about the rich have too much money and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter is, they just know how to use the rules of money. Anyways, let's go on. I got a few more scripture verses here that we can use to kind of illustrate this point. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 14, 
verse 20, and it says, The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. And I think that there's a second reason why the gap between the rich and poor is growing. The rich tend to be very careful with relationships, and they tend to develop and nurture relationships. And I don't think this rich is necessarily meaning only money. I think this could also be rich in relationships, rich in friends, and rich in love, and and like just having a rich life overall. But I think the difference is in this case is that the poor guy is the guy that he doesn't take care of his relationships. He is unfaithful, or he doesn't invest the money he has, or he doesn't grow it, or he doesn't in some way improve upon it. So the first in the parable, they were given, each was given the same. But the one guy just went and buried it. But the one guy went and got 10 more. The implication is, is that if we want to be blessed with more, then we're going to have to figure out with what we have been given, the one talent or the one pound, it's a unit of money, depending on which translation. There was one unit of money given to each person, and they multiplied those units of money. If we want more, there's like a spiritual law that has been set in order that when we have, or when we use what we have, more will be given us. So I think that's pretty important. So one more thing I want to turn to Psalms chapter 1. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, counsel of the ungodly. And if you think about the word godly, you could almost translate it as godlike. We become like God in the sense that we obey his laws and obey his principles, and we emulate God as our ultimate mentor. But and in verse 2, he says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And so I think that these are principles, these are precepts that God has set up from the very beginning of the universe. And when we listen, and when we meditate, and we delight to follow the rules that God has set in place, like taking the money and multiplying it, when we take those laws and we use them, and it says, in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be, in verse 3 it says, and he shall be, like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. In other words, the people who do not follow the law of God, the people who do not apply the laws that God has set in place, they are not so. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, one very clear thing that I think is very important to talk about is that I don't necessarily believe when somebody follows the law of God, whether they are a Christian, so to speak, these principles will work whether or not you are a Christian. As a Christian, I wish everybody was a Christian because I believe it is truly what I believe is very important. But these principles work. And when you see somebody who is successful, they have applied the laws that God has set in place for money, or they shall not be prosperous, according to this. And so I think it's very important that we study, like it says in verse chapter 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law that God has set up in order, his delight. And in his law does he meditate day and night. We search and we find the laws of money. We find the laws of success. We find the laws of successful relationships. We find the laws that govern being successful in life. 
And I think that when we do that, when we take the effort to do that, I think that we will be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever he do is shall prosper. It wasn't maybe, it was it shall prosper. And I think that we are exactly like that. When we take the laws that God has set in place, when we search for them, and when we study about them, and we meditate on them, and we take all of that together, and we apply it, we will be prosperous. And I just think that there's a law of God. It's just so important. And so I want to quickly reiterate the three places that I found these verses. Obviously, I just got done reading Psalms 1, and I also read from Luke chapter 19, verse 26. So let me read that real fast again. So Luke chapter 19, verse 26, where it says, For I say unto you that every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, even that which he hath shall be taken away from him. So I think it's important that we search, and when God has given us a talent, very important uh, principle there, whatever we have and whatever God gives us, doesn't matter how small it is, that we use that, we grow that, we prosper with that, we search and we meditate on the law, we find out what works and and we grow that. And I think a lot of times we're actually doing that subconsciously, and we follow the laws of God. We follow those success principles, and we're not even aware of them. Anyway, and then let's go to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 20. And it says, The poor is hated even of his neighbor, but the rich has many friends. So those are the three places that I was looking for that. So I think we need to consider why the poor is hated even of his neighbor, and why the rich has many friends. So just something to think about why in your life do people love you or hate you? And it's just something really simple to consider. So I hope you guys are having an amazing day. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us. If you have suggestions or comments or would like to have more information, visit jacobdlee.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.